Hello, welcome to Pack Your Bags with Tui. I'm your host, Russell Kane, and our regular listeners, you know the drill by now. It's a travel podcast where I speak to legends from the worlds of sports, food, science, entertainment, all over the shop, and we chat about their greatest travel adventures and misadventures and how these experiences have enriched their lives. It works quite simply. Over the episode, they will reveal their three must-pack items and surprising stories behind them. Their hand luggage will tell me more about them than they wish to reveal. I also have a real good look at their passport. Yes, of course, to mock the pouting or the taken by surprise rabbit in the headlights look or the horribly outdated haircut naturally but I'm more interested in the stamps and where they've been and what it emotionally represents to them when they look back on their self sometimes up to nine years ago and to polish it all off we end with a quick fire round which will really put them in the hot seat no time to think so this episode I'm on home territory I'm joined by a comedian hurrah you, you're definitely gonna know the viral sketches have been setting the internet on fire it's Hayley Morris ladies and gentlemen Hayley how are you and welcome to pack your bags you good I'm good yeah thanks for having me it's good to be with you in, in real life yeah. you're one of those people you get stopped a lot with people not quite knowing where they've seen you. It happens to me all the time. Yeah, sometimes you'll just see someone going, I know that girl. And I'm like, no, you don't. What about what they've been watching? <laughs> have you ever seen someone watching you on their phone as you're sat with them or approaching um, them? There was a, a boy on a, and I say boy because he looked about 14 on mm. a train and this was years Tar- ago. Target market achieved. Yeah, I was like, well, okay. I didn't quite realise that that's who I was hitting, but sure. Um, yeah, alarmed me. Yeah, weird. Um, right, so you recently published a book, Me Versus Brain, An Overthinker's Guide to Life. Well, congratulations, first of all. Not Thank easy you. to complete a book. Um, were you able to take a trip anywhere nice to celebrate or have you got anything planned? I went to Mykonos to celebrate in like the rainy season, but it was great. What did you do when you were there? Were you, was it a, a boyfriend travel, family yeah. travel, friend travel? Boyfriend travel. It was just a long weekend and we stayed in like a vegan boutique hotel, which sounds really weird, but it was so nice. Like so, so nice. What makes it vegan boutique? I think maybe just because it was a vegan kitchen there and then right. they had lots of animals that they were adopting and I really wanted to take one home. It sounds, when I describe it like that, it sounds very chaotic. It was very calm. Yeah. But are you a fan of places that people normally flock to in the summer? But you're like, well, I wonder what it's like when it's cold and rainy because i that's how I visited Venice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't planned. It was, I think it was at the end of September, maybe early October. So it was going to be a bit sunny, but we got there and it definitely wasn't even slightly sunny. But did you have the place to yourself? So good. Yeah, it was so quiet. Um, yeah, 10 out of 10. So you're here to chat about all your travel experiences and you've brought your three must-pack items with you but before we get into that have you got your passport i want to have a look at your stamps i have indeed although it's only a new one my old one i don't know where it is no convenient that's got all the good stuff in right so let's go through so first of all the photo oh come on i'm I'm sorry hayley that's too you look great that's really annoying i took it on my iphone Look at I that. had you've got, a camera you're not with to a smile, light, but you've got just enough of like a oh. Mona Lisa seductress. I bet, I bet when you saw that, you were like high like, five to sell. I've nailed it. <laughs> Absolutely no yeah. excuse for that whatsoever. But the worst thing is, I go through passport control, and they look at me all musty and gross, coming off this plane, thinking that's not you, is it? Though no, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico in 21, that would have been right in the sort of COVID storm. Where did you go in Mexico? Was it more on all-inclusive or was it exploring with a backpack? Look, what's down this alleyway? (laughs) More of the moron side. I love moron. Yeah, went to Tulum. I've just been to Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, A 
I've been to Marrakesh, a right. city that is only side streets, independent restaurants, adventures, mm-hmm. spices and rug shops, and stayed within four walls in waste ground five miles out the road, yeah. drinking local beer yeah. and eating burgers. And I loved every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, it's so great. Um, what's going on in L.A.? Important, exciting conversations with possible oh, producers. That is that is correct. Is it the way it might be? Anything come up? Is it, probably when you're in America, you they sell you the dream. Oh my god! You know when you're going to make you a star, kid, with yeah. a cigar in their mouth, and the next week, that, that, where, do, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's so it, they fill you with so much hope, and then they're like, "Wow, well, we're going to see you on the big screen," and you're like, "Yay!" And then you go home and not heard from them since no it is the American way of. what I prefer I prefer the British way where you're filled with pessimism and disappointment (laughs) in advance and now and again that turns out to be wrong exactly because what have you lost yeah nothing I need honesty exactly I believe you also have some luggage with you today what is your Mm -hmm. first must pack item my first must pack item would be a book that's one of my items is it? it it is yeah it's like a fear of being bored and not having any mental stimulation you've got no phone your Mm -hmm. phone is off you're on an aeroplane so what's your preference? Non-fiction, fiction, slushy or something that tests you? Well, it depends. If I'm going on like a beach holiday, I just want something slushy. Don't want anything too deep. Although I read um, How to Kill Your Family. Yes, it's always worrying when you're reading that and you're with your family. And when I, I was in Dubrovnik, actually, and all the people around the beach that I was on reading it kept coming up to me and going, what's, what's the book about? I was like, oh, it's, I'm learning how to kill my family, obviously. Yeah. Clearly, I'm doing it in public. I saw, in funny enough, in Marrakesh, all inclusive, there was a mum reading it, surrounded by <laughs> about four kids and her husband who was unconscious with a beer on his belly. And I thought, she's not reading that ironically. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> any book you've ever got into on holiday where you just, you, that holiday is then tied to that. Have you had any experiences like that? There was a holiday I went on in Turkey with my family and I think my mum had read the Hunger Games books and our whole family was passing them around um, and I read all three books. Or is it, I don't know if it's three or four books. Wow. In probably two days, but the spines all came apart because it was so hot. Very Hunger Games so, way to read, really. Exactly. Every page I was turning, <laughs> they were just flying out. I was like, whoa. Um, yeah, I really remember that. That was... It's the best feeling when you... Yeah. Why can't we get that when we're up like in the evenings? I'm really busy at the moment and I mm-hmm. sit in the evening where I'm staying and like, why can't I sit and read? But if I had a sangria in my hand or it was sunny, just the book could in. be out. But instead, oh, let's scroll and have yeah. a narcissistic panic attack based on <laughs> what people have said about me on Google. Yeah, just overthink <laughs> your life and go into existential dread, yeah. Well, that, dread, uh, dread. Well, that's... I mean, you're the, you're the master. <laughs> right, let's get to know your travel personality a little bit. Mm-hmm. What are your travel priorities? What drives you to see the world? Obviously, there's the commercial aspect. You're going to yeah. LA, we do meetings. Park that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get you're gonna get busier the way your career is going. So you're only gonna be able to do two or three holidays a year. What mm-hmm. is it that you're into? It has to be beach and good sea. Mm. You know, what I mean, like a, a sea that's gonna be warm. That limits where you can go. It really does. Yeah. I've started trying to stay in nicer hotels. However, it is hard to find good ones that aren't like four seasons expensive. Yeah. So trying to find a good hotel that's very close to a beach and that has good activities around it. When you said activities, I'm getting slightly nervous now because I feel Mm -hmm. like we've got lots in common. And then I heard the dreaded word activities. (laughs) Are you putting on like the life jacket and surfing and doing stuff like that? I do love if they're surfing because of where I grew up. Um, but it's more like, I don't love a museum. 
I do if I'm going on a city break. Me, me too. A city break, you got me. Yeah. I'm not going to sit. No, there's nothing to do with city no. break except do city stuff. Exactly. But you know, like people are in St. Lucia, mm-hmm. all inclusive. We're actually going to go out of the resort. Why? <laughs> Why are you going we're, somewhere? We're not friends anymore. Yeah. Oh, I heard I heard there's a mountain where you can collect water from a fountain. I mean, we need these people in the world and exactly. I, want, I want them on this show. It's all about the riches, but I can't mm-hmm. get it. I like to do nothing. Doing nothing is a novelty, is it it not? It really, really is. And the last holiday I went on with my boyfriend, he's a little bit more of, I want to go out and explore. And I'm that person that's like, no, this holiday is to unwind. This Mm. holiday is to do nothing. And so I'll sit reading a book and he'll be like, maybe we should go um, and have a walk over to this old town. And I'm like, maybe, maybe we'll do it. At five. Yeah, and then you're both (laughs) two gone on the cocktail. Um, Yeah, we do compromise, but... For me, an activity is like going to a waterfall or going somewhere where there's more places just to sit and watch something right. nice. So you're combining that sort of spiritual, chilled out vibe yeah. with an excursion. I like that. Yeah. My favorite, the worst old town thing I've ever done is like I, I really like Ibiza. I like mm-hmm. I basically like partying. I've yeah. failed to grow out of it, <laughs> unfortunately. And uh, I went in, I think 2021, when it was sort of open with the family. Took Lindsay there yeah. for the first time because she's never been into it. And I mean, I've been there about 26 times since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was an old town. Yeah, that is great, And it's great, the though. most beautiful mm-hmm. upper, like a citadel hill. Oh, my God, I'm such a moron. <laughs> I've been here. But now I, look how cultured you are. I know. I'm still going back this year twice. Still staying in San Antonio Bay with the lads. <laughs> Four star, Wayne Lineker, wristband. Let's have it. <laughs> Let, you mentioned because uh, of where you grew up. Let's go mm-hmm. back to the beginning because you mm-hmm. sort of grew up in a holiday destination, didn't you? Pretty much, yeah. I grew up on the Isle of Wight, so surrounded by nice beaches and, yeah, tourists. Yeah, I loved it. It was great. Did mm-hmm. you not grow up with a little bit of a sneer about tourists or was it always welcoming when you saw them arriving in the summer? I always quite enjoyed it, but, it's, you know, I think growing up there, there wasn't many people. I mean, 120,000 people is a lot of people, but you felt like you know everyone. Yeah. So when tourists came over... It was always quite nice, especially like we used to go out on this uh, this road that was like a strip of pubs and you'd have new people in there and it'd be really exciting to see different and people. cruising for hot boys. Yeah, about, hello, <laughs> someone from London. Hello, I'm a village girl. Yeah. Can you join me a drink, please? Yeah. yeah so it, it wasn't was, an us I, versus them sort of vibe. I either. mean, for some people it definitely is, but I think for my age group and for the area I lived in, people loved the tourists. Hmm. And what sort of, what holidays did you go on as a kid? You go, right, let's go over to the other side of the island. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, this is new. No, we used to do... My family, I think because my mum grew up on... Basically, my, my granddad is obsessed with films and Disney and things like that and trains and all things like that. So I did not expect you to say that. Yeah, no, it's really... He's just really into like filmmaking and stuff like that. So he's got this passion for Disney. So when my mum was growing up, they would go on either like train holidays or Disney holidays. And then when we were growing up, probably every four to five years we'd go to Disney. Other than that, we didn't really go anywhere. Do you still love Disney or have you been sort of inoculated against liking it? Well, I worked there for a bit. What? Yeah, so I've done two years, not consecutively, with breaks in between working there. So now it's more like I go over there to see people that I'm friends with. What did you do there? I heard a rumour you were in the Epcot Centre as a barmaid. Is that what you do? Very true, very true. When was that? So I did uh, 2016 to 2017 and then 2019 to the pandemic. God, I'm just trying to think about when the first time I went there. 
Have you God, been? Could you imagine if you? What I, the, I as a kid, mm-hmm. my dad would always have to go to the one slightly to the side of where the morons went. <laughs> right. So Mallorca yeah. is where the losers go. That's where everyone goes. So we can go to Menorca, mm-hmm. and he'd be down the pub going, "Not Mallorca, Menorca." We get it, Dave. And so we were going to go to Florida, and mm-hmm. me and my brother were like crying and jumping around the lounge before As my dad. Do. My dad couldn't get his voice out. But not where Disney is. That's where the idiots go. Oh no. We're going to the non-touristy, quiet part in North Florida. So my brother's ten, and I'm thirteen. Oh. We just sat on a white sandy beach with a condo with nothing to do. So I always thought, I've got to see got Disney. Then I meet my wife, Lindsay. She's a Disney nut. Mm-hmm. Even more extreme than your childhood. They went nearly every year. Really? Up till she, she was still going to me. She was like like 17 when it was a bit like <laughs> sick, like linking arms with her dad. And, <laughs> and uh, I I got my like my first Disney badge when, yeah. when me and Lindsay were dating. But I'm pretty sure it was around about it. 20... It could have even been 2060. You might have pulled me a pint. I might have done. I would have remembered that, though. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. I would have been in Disney ears with, like, a goofy <laughs> face. You might not recognise me. Maybe. And they say, I've Blended been, in. I've been to that Epcot pub, and you can get, like... For people that don't know what Epcot is, mm-hmm. it's set on, like, a giant sort of lake development. You go around in a circle, and each region is, like, a different country in the yeah. world. So you can go to, like, Japan world and pro- and get, like, mm-hmm. well, the American version of Japanese food. Well, it is actually quite authentic, and yeah. everyone that works in those places is from that country. Like, the Guinness and the harp that is sold in Epcot in the UK pavilion is imported from like Canada or somewhere so it's not quite no but but they always always sort of muddle mm. it up with the British bit don't they look here's the Scottish person from London yeah. <laughs> we're different places yeah and they, every time someone come in they'd be like this is London I was like no it's just the UK I'm actually next to someone from Northern Ireland but so, sure yeah Northern <laughs> London yeah <laughs> anyway, Epcot, it often, it's often not the first thing people think of when they're Disney, but kids no. actually love it, adults love it as well. Mm-hmm. It's a really good day out for everyone. Now. Oh, that's cool that you did that. Yeah, definitely the adult park. So with Disney, I went there for the first time as an adult. Mm-hmm. And my experience was I was an adult up until I passed through the gates and then I was 10 for my entire trip. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's what makes people go like my mate Martin goes with his girlfriend, just mm-hmm. two grown adults, not a child between them? I think I have more fun going with, now I'm an adult, and with friends rather than, I obviously loved going with my family. However, I think my family would say they preferred, like my mum and dad would have said, oh, we prefer going just us two. Because, I mean, as much as it was fun going as a family, I think for them they would have had to done like child swap and made mm. sure that we were tall enough for the rides. Uh, whereas, like now, I'm an adult. Obviously, I can You're definitely tall enough. Exactly, I can do everything. <laughs> yeah, and You're I too can tall for this ride. Oh <laughs> God, it's, will it never end? <laughs> like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Send me home. Well, that is, I mean, those, eating those giant turkey drummers mm-hmm. and drinking beer. It's That's great. what I enjoy going. As yeah, an adult. and you do feel like a kid when you get there. It's very magical, and you feel very like you get really immersed in it. That's the bit I got, and I got the badge my first Disney yeah. visit, even though I was a grown ass man. <laughs> and it just, I just, I, it's hard to explain. It's like being hypnotized. Yeah, it's like you you get to the gates, your brain comes out this your like logical, regular at home brain, and then you put in this little child version of you, and you're like, whoa! That's exactly yeah. it. Beautifully put. What are your 101 tips for a Disney rookie? I mean, for me, the queuing and the long queues and mm-hmm. you buy a fast pass. You, I know that's one of the things you do. Is there anything else we can do to beat the system? I wouldn't go, which I know this is a privilege that not everyone has. I would avoid going during, you know, school holidays because it's just impossible to do everything you want to do. Well, it's not impossible, but it's like, like a lot harder. Um, I would try and go in January or September also, make sure you do the festivals or time it so you can go to a festival at Epcot because they're great. Lots right. of good food. 
and do the single riders ditch your family good shout yeah so after you graduated university you worked for a while in london but then you traded it all in for travel and adventure i think i read this brilliant description of you working on a banana farm what happened to make you do that was it just a spiritual moment early 20s thing bad boyfriend grief you know what what, what was it it was a combination of uh, a bad boyfriend breakup from probably the year or two before that the banana seems significant now (laughs) you were processing your phallic trauma I really and that is the only way to have done it (laughs) I I peel you I own you I box you Right, so bad breakup mixed mm-hmm. with anything else? Mixed with, I was working nine to five jobs that made me miserable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, working for the man. This is not what yeah. I want to do. <laughs> Here's some more bananas. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I need the bananas. Take that, the system. You're going to need to work harder on the banana farm, <laughs> yeah. Hayley. Yeah, I'm sticking it Literally. to the man. <laughs> <laughs> and was that a valuable experience? What did you get from stripping things right back to harvesting bananas free of makeup looking at the ocean what did you get from that yeah do you know there was something about because we all lived in this hostel as well so everyone I worked with lived in a hostel and we were so tight-knit it was like how I imagine it must have been you know thousands and thousands of years ago I felt like a cave woman Mm. I thought you were going to say like the 90s before Facebook or something (laughs) no it was just like a real sense of community and family amongst like absolute strangers that obviously weren't strangers in the end but Mm. no it's great really loved it ate so many bananas too full of potassium so I know you like books in your case but what would your second item be so one of my travel must-haves is flaxseed I have to take it with me. It's so full of fibre. Yeah. Because when I went on holiday with my first boyfriend, we went to Turkey for like <laughs> two or three weeks. Didn't go the entire time. It's impossible, Hayley. It was so, what, so like, bad. Without sounding like a physicist, mm-hmm. where was it going? I don't know. <laughs> I was full of it. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I got home, just a oh, mould of me oh. came out. <laughs> Just the size of me. I was like, what? <laughs> like a snake shedding what? its skin. Yeah, it was so bad. I couldn't eat oh, the whole rank. time. It was bad. A lot of people go on holiday and can't poop. No one knows why. I know. They think it's a psychological anxiety It thing. is. It's your brain saying it's not safe. How did this affect the trip? Oh, it was so bad. I mean, going away with someone also, he just was convinced that girls didn't go to the toilet. So I think was that's... it quite a new relationship? No, we'd been together for about 10 months. That's new enough for it to be an issue. Well, yeah. Well, no, I don't think so. If you've been together four or five years. Yeah, no, for me now, it's like three months in. Really? You're going to know. I have to say, say, after this trip... I suppose with your issues, you need quite an open poo dialogue. Yeah, I had to. (laughs) After this happened, I mean, couldn't go for like three weeks, was trying everything... Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, yeah, wouldn't recommend. So the fibre is. And did it just kill the? It must kill the romance. Oh, it killed everything. Oh. Yeah, you couldn't enjoy it. I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't drink anything. Did you split up quite soon after that? Yeah, literally got home, broke up with them. Really? And then, as soon as you broke up, you like <laughs> <laughs> the mould of me, just you know. Oh, it's bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that, that is what it's like. But I think for that first year, you don't want to think. There's no poo in me, just Baudelaire and Beaujolais. Yeah. I don't even have a bum hole. I'm I've evolved it away. Stunning, yeah, I just passed diamonds. This, this is great. So about 10 years in, you're sort of one of you farts in the kitchen, and the other one answers thinking you're speaking to them. <laughs> what did you say? That's when you know you've passed <laughs> the threshold. What did this experience teach you about trips with romantic partners? Uh, it taught me, first of all, never, ever stay in a hotel with one of those glass Oh, doors. my God. Aren't There's they the abso- worst thing in the world? Listen, I... 
I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to slate any hotels. Maybe it's a cultural thing. But who wants to see a hinting silhouette of what's going on in the bathroom? It's worse if you're a guy. It's so because girls sit down to eat, so you can you can style out that was a long week. If I if you see the silhouette and I've sat down, I'm 100 percent booing. Yeah, it's like one of those Britain Britain Got Talent, you know, the little puppet shows, yeah. the shadow shows, the, back, the backlit hinty silhouette. It's so bad. Uh, our I just Brits don't weird. Get it. Our Brits weird because I've seen that in a lot of countries around the world. Is it us mm. that's uptight? I know. I think it's a style choice where they're like, "That's so chic." But, and but cool. they never thought to switch the light on and see if you're back. No, because sometimes it's the shower, and like in that sense, also, I'm like, I really I don't that. need you to be watching me from the bed, cock my leg up, and then show. <laughs> you it's don't so need clear to see that. Yeah. yeah, but I think whoever designed it was going, "Ooh, so sexy. That'll be sexy." It's, it's not. not. <laughs> Have you been in the ones where it's fully missed? Like misted, yeah. and it's fine. But there's a button that deactivates yes! the greatest season. Why? In in what circumstance <laughs> do you need to deactivate the privacy? Yeah. You know, what are the key ingredients you think for travelling well with a partner on holiday? Are you a good? Can you case share? Are you tidy or untidy? Case sharing good oh, for I saving hate money. Case sharing. But, oh, I, I can't do it. No. Because then you're just saying, right? One of us is going to have to compromise here more than the other, mm. and 100 percent it's going to be the other person for me. <laughs> What what about getting space for, from each other while you're on holiday or do you sort of hang out together? No, I do like to get a bit of space because I'm one of those people that I just need to like mentally recharge. Mm. And so, you know, that'll either be I'm going to go down to the pool early or one of us is going to go back to the room a bit earlier and chill. If you're someone that gets a lot from recharging, how do mm-hmm. you cope on group holidays? <laughs> did you ever do an 18 to 30s or anything like that? Yeah. Have you done them? Yeah, actually, I did. Uh, I I feel like my friends must have thought at the time, what a freak. But we'd all be down at the pool drinking and then at about five o'clock, I'd take myself off to the room and get ready on my own earlier I than everyone else. I love that. Yeah, Do you know, just need to get away. I'm 118 to 30s holiday and I wasn't much of a catch. <laughs> I was very, very late, like proper late right. bloomer. If I was a crocus, I would have emerged in November. <laughs> and uh, I actually took... Henry James's portrait of a lady, the Penguin Classic, on uh, uh, abroad, not to try and like make a statement around the eighteen to thirties pool, but yeah. because that's what I'd done as a teenager. You take mm-hmm. a book on holiday, yeah. and like all my mates were laughing. You brought a book, I'm like, but what am I? Fi- what do you physically do? Yeah, between you know, you've got no money, so you've just got to stay in the hotel exactly. that's rolled in, and and read your book. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry to say I did half of that novel on that holiday, yeah. and went home without even kissing a girl. A personal, <laughs> a personal best. In the world of rejection. Not Just e- there with your book ha- on a night how out. How can you not even get a snog on yeah. an 80s? It's, like, it's almost I, impossible. It really is. What about a girl's trip? Any do's or don'ts for a girl's trip? I think you have to be very close with those people. You can't just be like, oh, we've been friends for six months. Let's go away together. Mm. Because at that point, you don't know the things that really trigger the other person yet. Mm. And you don't know what like grinds someone's gears. I went away with a group where we're all good friends. However we were coming up against the fact that some of us wanted to sightsee some of us didn't some of us wanted to go out and drink a lot some of us didn't and it was just difficult and we're all still very close friends but i think we all know we won't go on holiday together because we don't the the five of us don't gel as we don't all have the same passion for a holiday and that you just got to know we've got a bit of that in our group like even though we're all into dance music and we all love Ibiza, mm-hmm. some have matured and some haven't. And I still love 
like being right in the right. Like, I'm there. I'm only there for four nights. I want yeah. to have it like Kevin and Perry in right. between the style. Whereas some in the group, they now want to like stay in a stylish villa on yeah. the on the hill and have like a concierge mm-hmm. car. Those two styles can't hang out together, can they? They really can't. No, very separate areas of Ibiza. So, what is your third item in your hand bagage? My hand bagage. The third item is just really, really thick moisturizer. Oh right. Yeah, I get dry. Are you? Yeah, I don't know what it is. As soon as I, I feel go like, abroad, like all that poo's sucking the moisture from <laughs> so, your surface. Something's happening in me. Yeah, there's something going on. Yeah, it really. Like is. you're trying to coalesce into one yeah. hard ball or something. It's like, come on, we can just, <laughs> we can do this. Yeah, so I get, get dry. dry. No matter whether you're in a cold country, hot country. It's so weird, and it's to the point where, like, my hands, my hands will feel so horrible to touch, and it feels like. Everything I pick up feels like I'm scratching a chalkboard. Your, your, I tell you what, your DM inbox is going to be crashing after this with <laughs> male models going. I heard you saying you were constipated and dry. <laughs> Could you consider My dumping your boyfriend? <laughs> um, now your book's called An Overthinker's Guide to Life, so I thought we could end our interview with an overthinker's guide to travel. And you're a self-confessed overthinker. You say you've got a loud inner monologue, and you call it in your book the voiceover. Mm-hmm. How does this come into play when you're traveling? Talk us through the process of like booking a trip, getting to the yeah. airport. Is this voice a problem? It really is, yeah. So it starts with the booking the trip. And it's like, well, I, I don't know I don't know if it's now I'm older, everything just feels worse booking something. It's so much harder to book now. Is, do you get sort of choi- overwhelmed by choice? Yeah, that's I, what I it is. I find some of the websites have made things harder. Yeah. Like back in the day, you would have just got like a Tui magazine, flicked through. I'll go there. I'll go there. This week, I'm playing a tour date in Cambridge. And then I've got to go straight to Leeds because I've got TV the next day. Mm-hmm. I lost 20 minutes of my life earlier <laughs> looking at different hotels in Leeds. And do you know what I booked? Nothing. I still yeah. I still don't have a hotel booked in Leeds. Isn't that sad? What That's a privilege it is to be able to like have all this choice, but we're all like, oh, it's so hard. I know. And I'm busy as well. And I, <laughs> yeah. I lost 20 minutes. I could have been reading a book yeah. or recovering or having some lunch. But no. But I perved over, oh, oh, the foyer is nice, but the rooms <laughs> could do with that. I'm there, going to be there for six hours yeah. if I'm lucky. It's so funny. It's like all the interior is not quite bright enough. Oh, come off it. Like, it's but, a really nice hotel. But don't you find, like, you'll obsess over a hotel for, like, mm-hmm. 48, 72 hours. You'll go on for a week. I'm going to book it. I'm going to book it. And then you'll just see one sentence, but it's a five-minute walk from the beach. And that's gone. Yeah, I'm out. It's ruined. Or one one star review of just someone that was really annoyed yeah. that day. And it means nothing. And there's thousands of glowing reviews. That one review Gets will go, in your head. nah, that's bad. That's, yeah, they are right. What about getting to the airport, things like that? What are you like with I'm that? I'm always overly early. If I have to be there two hours before, I am there six hours before. Like, I don't know why I do it. Well, I do know, because I just constantly am convinced something's going to go wrong or I'm going to not get through security or I don't know. It's also that fear of being called to your flight. Like, Mm. uh, Miss Morris for the flight. Have you ever had to run for a flight? Yeah, once. But that was coming home from um, the US when COVID was on. COVID was on. Yeah, it was great COVID. Yeah, the, I loved COVID the too, COVID. the one without Liam Neeson in. The first one was a <laughs> bit too much. One, yeah, it was, it was too dramatic. It was, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. It really was. Yeah, that's the only time, but there was no in the airport, so it wasn't very embarrassing and I was with a, like a big group, but it is... It's shaming, isn't it? Yeah, it, I, I did still feel that horror walking onto the plane and everyone looking at you like, oh, oh you, we're late because of you. And someone does a bitch <clears throat> cough yeah. like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. yeah. What about when you get to the hotel room? Can you like, so this just happened on our recent holiday. Mm-hmm. You know when you arrive, I don't know, 
like 5 p.m. Yeah. And you, once you've checked in, it's half five, six o'clock. So really, that is a time to dump the bags, get to the buffet, mm-hmm. enjoy your first meal in a relaxed way. Maybe change quickly. There's not time for a full unpack, mm-hmm. but I struggle. I struggle not to get into that hotel room and get my stuff out. Mm-hmm. That's what I, the, the voice in my head is like, now you're here for, this would be six days where you're unpacked. You're giving away a whole day yeah. where you could be fully unpacked. Do you mm-hmm. want to live your life like that? Do you? And then I'm unpacking, I'm late for dinner. I I, the, I strongly agree with the unpacking thing. Someone actually messaged me on Instagram once when I was on holiday. They saw in the background all my stuff was hanging up and they were like, you're are you, do you really unpack? Yeah. I was like, I, I can't explain to you. I can't not unpack. I would say, oh, yeah. Really, we are twinning yeah, on. Yeah, we really are. What have you learned over the years about when to listen to your brain and how to recognise less helpful thoughts? Because, I mean, the serious side of what you're describing is, like, you do wonderful stuff with it and very funny, but it is, you've sort of turned anxiety into comedy is what you've done. Which, mm-hmm. By the way, I wholeheartedly agree. I think it's a job of comedy to process difficult things and mm-hmm. help people to laugh through it. And that is literally our job. Yeah. But the serious side is it can be debil- debilitating yeah. right, if this voice is saying, don't do this, don't pursue this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So how do you know when to listen and when to discount? It is hard, but I think when it's negative stuff, it's generally just coming from the anxiety part of your brain. It's not that stuff I don't tend to listen to. I mean, obviously there is an element that I listen to, but over time I've learned that anything that is negative is just like the ego part. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, it, unless there's like a gut feeling that comes with the brain and the voiceover, I don't tend to put too much weight on it. No, I think we know enough about your gut feelings and the, <laughs> and the weight of it. Um, and heavy it is. And what about, I mean, obviously, clearly not fully given some of your previous answers, but does travel help reduce anxieties, at least in the... We know from a gut point of view, yeah. anxiety is very much ramped up to 11. We don't know why. It's weird that your body's doing that because you're getting quite a lot from holiday you strike mm-hmm. me as someone like me who's quite you could sit there with a pile of books swim yeah. a bit walk around go to the buffet come back mm-hmm. relax but on some level you're clearly not relaxing because i know we've had a bit of a laugh about it but yeah. your body is clearly not relaxing i think it just my body must be like this is weird this is a new setting this toilet's not familiar this room's not familiar but what about the the voiceover anxiety mm. does that drop down on a level of volume when you're on holiday or does it continue oh god that family oh they might be annoying oh no someone's recognizing me from my insta oh yeah. no you know, i can't sit there at dinner anymore do you have all of that stuff do you like? know what it is it's more than anything when i go on holiday it's guilt of not working ah. that's what i get it's constant for me because i feel like i i, I love my job so much but also there's that can't switch off so it that seems to be the bit for me that I find difficult which is just when I say that to people they're like that's just really pathetic no but I identify with that I struggle to switch I so when I'm on holiday Mm -hmm. because of these beastly phones that are surgically attached to our hands as soon as something funny happens on holiday I struggle not to make a funny video about it well I I will even film it when I'm abroad (laughs) You know, against a plant or yeah. something, so it looks like I'm in England mm-hmm. sometimes, so people don't think I'm on holiday all the time. What about you? Can you switch it off? Oh, I find it so hard because it's, I think, as soon as I'm trying to relax, it's like my brain goes, oh, so many ideas. This, oh, that, or, you know, because with these experiences, especially going on holiday, there are all those anxieties that come up and all the brain things that come up that I'm just constantly on my notes being like, oh, that'd be a funny script. Oh, I'll start writing that script now. And then I'm like, no, I'm on holiday. I shouldn't be writing the script. But, yeah. Apart from the banana farm, have you ever succeeded in not being on your devices when you're away, really detoxing and having a proper yeah. week away from it? But that's, I think that's the nature of social media. It's like 
you're a slave to the algorithm as well and you're a slave to everything that comes with it you're just you want more of it it's just constant isn't it mm. i guess also because you're so used to doing it all the time it doesn't feel natural to stop doing it mm. so when you are away you're like oh no it's fine it's, it's really easy for me to quickly do that definitely when you're a creative that's mm. the downside but there's loads of positive ways you can oh, use yeah. social media when you're abroad i mean mm-hmm. I, i'm just love a a TripAdvisor recommendation or seeing someone that I like and they mm-hmm. oh my god they're on this island too yeah do you ever do, use any things like that I actually use TikTok all the time to find where to go on holiday and really? like if if I'm going somewhere I'll go on TikTok and type in that location and then see where people recommend to go so that for me that's a really good travel yeah. tip so wait wait a minute it's always so, the best stuff so you go into the the search bar is it as though you're searching for someone's profile but yeah. you type in a country instead yeah so like when I was going to Dubrovnik, I just typed in Dubrovnik, which if you do on Instagram, hit or miss, because sometimes you still get that perfectly polished image, but in the background there's, you know, something awful. It just mm. isn't, you know, not a great area. But when you go on TikTok, you get everything from every angle and you find out all the best spots, all the spots that just feel a little bit more local. and Great tip. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, recommend That'd highly. be a good adventure holiday, a TikTok holiday. Yeah. So we picked a country. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the first city that comes in yeah. when I type it. We're going to go to the first restaurant. Yeah. I think we should make I a think trend. we should pitch that. Yeah, let's do it. Hang on, hang on to it. That's our video <laughs> podcast. We're pitching it. We're hosting it. We're doing it. that. We're doing it. Here we go. Okay. It is time for the quick fire. Hayley, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Last minute trip or planned in advance? Last minute. Really? I don't know. I panicked. Yeah. You surprised <laughs> I think planned me. in advance. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, I don't want to correct you, but you're planned yeah, in advance. No, I think I just panicked. Getting to the airport early or just on time? Early. We know that. Yeah. Why, why build in anxiety where no. it's not needed? No, no, no. A five star resort or rustic retreat? Let's go rustic. Yeah. Favourite Disney attraction? Uh, the dinosaur ride. Where's that? It's in Animal Kingdom. I think it's just called Dinosaur. Or Tower of Terror. Oh, no, there's too many options. Tower of Terror is amazing, isn't it? Oh, I it? love it. I got my mum to go on that. So good. <laughs> Best city break destination? New York. It was so close to Orlando. I used to just fly over. Ah, uh, when yeah, you were living friends, there. Friends, yeah. Friends have done partners, friends. Nice. Yeah. Top destination for food? Japan. Really? Tokyo, yeah. You're into your sort of... Raw yeah. fish and yeah, me too. Well, he is great. I bloody love sushi. <laughs> uh, aisle seat or window seat? Aisle. Obviously. Who I wants not to do the window? Listeners of Two Pack Your Bags, who chooses to st- who chooses to step over someone for a week? For me, that's yeah. almost like a perversion. Like you're enjoying it. <laughs> I don't need to look out the window. I just I can I look need across to the toilet. I can look across and see the window. Yeah. I'm that fixated. Oh, look on the window. A cloud. What a surprise. <laughs> Grow up. Your favourite travel companion. Boyfriend. Well done, brownie points then. <laughs> Lay in or early start? Early start. I don't sleep with the curtains closed. I don't sleep. No, I have to have the curtains open so when sunrise happens, my brain's like, get up, get out there, make the most of it. So you'll be up at six tomorrow, for example? Yeah. So do you go to sleep quite early? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But on holiday, how does that work then? I still go to sleep late, but you're by the pool or, you know, you're on you a sun make, lounger. You can kip. Yeah, little naps. I get you. Set the itinerary or go with the flow? probably go with the flow comfortable with that will make you anxious as much as i rely on tiktok for places to go i will still book the wrong places and then i will feel like oh have i got it wrong 
ultimate bucket list destination. But do you know what? Actually, Portugal. You've never been to Portugal? No, I've never been. Really want to go to Lisbon. I was going to say, yeah. that changed my world going to really? Lisbon. Really? Yeah, because everyone congregates around the Algarve, which of course is lovely. Yeah. But it is some city. I'm yeah, telling you, I it's really bloody amazing. Best travel memory. Something that's really enriched your life. Something that's changed you. You know, one of those real moments. Yeah. I think surfing in Australia... Although it was kind of scary because you didn't know if there was going to be sharks. But it felt really like, whoa. It was the first proper experience surfing abroad somewhere. And I was like, this is so cool. Had you ever had surfing lessons before? A few on the Isle of Wight. And then in my later years, surfed more. But that was like the first proper experience of like actual waves. Hayley Morris, thank you very much. Thank you. What are you up to next? Anything you want to plug? Uh. I don't know. The let's, book we should we should let's well, still buy the book. Yeah, buy the book. And the book is called just the remind book everyone. It's called Me versus Brain and Overthinker's Guide to Life. Get that, read yeah. it, and then ironically overthink everything yeah. after reading it. Read it on holiday. If we want to follow you on social media, what are your um, handles? I made it complicated. If you want to follow me on Instagram at Haley Morris Three. If you want to follow me on TikTok, Haley Georgia Morris. Great. <laughs> you really weren't anticipating where this was going. <laughs> Haley Morris Three. I like yeah. it. Catchy. <laughs> Right, let's board. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pack Your Bags with Tui. Uh, please do share it with a friend. Please leave reviews. It really helps other people find the show. Um, we've got loads more to come, so please follow. Please subscribe. We're back next Wednesday. Tune in for that. Have you got your own destination wish list saved on social media? Whether it's relaxing in picturesque Mykonos or partying with pals in Ibiza, you can live happy turning those bookmarks into reality. Head to tui.co.uk to find the perfect travel experience for you. Pack Your Bags was brought to you by Tui and produced by Chalk and Blade.